0: What's up, y'all? It's the world famous Ben Logan. Right here. Ooh. Hey, you're now <laughs> listening to the sound of the Scramble
1: Life Podcast. Are
0: you ready?
1: Hell yeah. All right. Here we go. Hit it. Back again with another episode of the Scramble Life Podcast. To be exact, episode number 25. What's up, Al? Yo, yo, yo. What
2: up?
1: We got L. Scratch on the other line. This is your boy G. Like I said, we're here in episode number twenty-five, and uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things this week. Uh, the show is going to be very interesting. Um, I know L. wasn't on last week, uh, as many of you may know. I got my vaccination last week, or whatever, and uh, you know I, I'm still here. I don't feel too crazy. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. you know my energy levels. I, I guess they're normal, or whatever. I'm getting ready to take the second jab next weekend. Uh, I know L, mm-hmm. you still you still not going to take your your jab, man? Nah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm straight. <laughs> I passed. It. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is what it is, man. Like I said, I um, I just want to get out the country, man. I want to go somewhere, and uh, this is the price to pay. I know they're saying certain companies are gonna actually start making people no not companies, let me get it right. Certain schools, such as colleges, are gonna make people take the jab so they can come back to school and it's gonna be mandatory. Mm. So Yeah It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. We're gonna see what's gonna happen. I know many jobs are gonna do it. They I don't know man. They're gonna do it. I know everybody's a little lawyer out here online, and they're saying this and that, and this law says this and that. But they're gonna make everybody do this shit eventually. I know they're holding concerts to get people to come through and get the shit done. Here locally, they're giving away liquor. So if you go, yeah, there, I heard
2: about that. Man. Yeah, saw something about that. The
1: brewery that we were just talking about before the show—they're doing it. So you go in there, <clears throat> you get the shot, and you get like a free beer. So, now,
2: don't that sound? Don't that sound? Don't that give you any type of like? I mean, come on, bro. You don't see it giving niggas beer,
1: Yeah, it takes the shot. Oh in, man! In some, in some states, they're paying people. So it's like if you bring somebody in there, you might get like fifty bucks or seventy-five bucks. Y'all can look that one up too. So, it's a lot this, going this, on. This is the this.
2: great experiment. The,
1: the great experiment. It's the great experiment. And all, this is all just preliminary <laughs> shit so for something else, which probably will hit in 2005 or 2008. We'll see. But uh, it, it's very weird. It's very interesting. Um, but, yeah, enough to talk about that. So, we'll let you know what happened after I take my second jab. Uh, next week all right. and uh, let's all hope I'm not dead in 90 days we're going crazy or some shit nah
2: you're going to be good, bro. You, gonna be good. <laughs> you, just gonna, you you
1: just going to have an arm growing out the side of your neck that's uh, I know work. right <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, so that's pretty much that so we're going to get on to the first story like I said this is a scramble life podcast and this whole podcast was based around what goes on in society us humans living here on earth and the scramble we go through on a day-to-day basis on different levels, just to live, just to survive, things you do which you might get in trouble for or whatever, it's part of the scramble life, because everybody's out here scrambling one way or another somehow, just to keep up in society. Okay, so the first uh, piece that we're going to get into is about gang members unleashing 1,000 roaches into a restaurant for unpaid debt. All right, Mm. so it's it's mean lessons out of this one. So, it's video footage out there. Two men entering the G House Taipei in Taiwan and throwing over one thousand roaches running out within the restaurant. So, at the time of the roach attack, the restaurant was hosting around seven hundred people for a meeting of police officers, including Taipei Police Commissioner Shea G Chang. So, the cops was in there when the shit went down. So, ooh, that's really. Some G gangster shit at the G house. So local authorities investigating the incident which has closed down the restaurant while it's being cleaned believed it was carried out by a criminal organization known as the Bamboo Union. Mm, Look them up. Mm. So they also believe it was over a dispute involving an unpaid debt. The South China Morning Post points out that Bamboo Union is a dangerous mob known for its involvement in drug and human trafficking. Uh, foreign Policy magazine ranked the Bamboo Union as one of the most dangerous criminal organizations in the world in 2008. Four men and one woman uh, was reportedly uh, being taken into police custody in the incident. So some somebody got caught. They probably wasn't actual members of the gang because they got caught. <laughs> so they probably got paid or whatever. Yeah, they probably got paid mm-hmm. to go in there. But goddamn, so I, I'm looking at pictures of this venue online here. Uh, they got okay. a Facebook page and they have a regular website. Uh, it's, it was gshouse dot or TW rather, and uh, you could go there and look at the venue. It's a very beautiful venue. It's kind of like a hotel ballroom. It has that type of flavor and atmosphere to it, and they, they serve regular dinner, but they host a lot of weddings and corporate events, uh, just like the one where the cops was in there when they unleashed the roaches. Uh, so that's that. But I'm just thinking what they'll have to do to get this place back together mm. cuz you from the hood like I from the hood and we don't see how roaches could take over somebody's house or a restaurant or whatever and it's very interesting um to me in particular for something like that you would have to go in there and do a real heavy fog do a real heavy fog with a residual in it and what that means Yeah, would you have
2: would you have to remove all of the tables and chairs or is that something that you just cover that and do that? I, th-
1: I would leave them motherfuckers in there. Um, uh, <laughs>
2: I, man, would I the, wouldn't be
1: eating that motherfucker. Yeah, because with, with the fog, you get to hit everything. Now, I don't know anything about this, stuff, But with the fog, <laughs> you, wanted, <laughs> you wanted to hit everything. And I'm looking at the pictures of the venue and they got like Light fixtures that go up in the ceiling in a dome form, and
2: oh, they got air conditioner
1: hey. or cigarette things over the door, which <laughs> takes air or send air out. So you want to get you want to hit that on the inside. So it's a lot of shit in there that needs to be taken care of. So you're gonna have to do a residual treatment uh, via fog, and that should last you anywhere from sixty to ninety days, depending on what you use. And the laws over there in in Taiwan what they allow you to do because in New York State it's very weird what you use in certain venues. Um, Also, you want to do a, a residual spray in there if you can on the baseboards and the chairs and all that different shit. So, if the motherfuckers come in t- contact with anything, they're going to transfer it to something else depending on what you use. All right? Now, right. the problem is if you look at their Facebook page in the map, the Google map, they're next to a uh, Toys R Us. It's apartment buildings, Ooh. which I think is connected behind the venue. And there's some other businesses okay. around that same area. So you already know what's going to go down. So, Toys R Us. Which, you know, love. <laughs> da, da. <laughs> so, what's going to happen is, you know, the roaches are definitely going to go to Toys R Us. And Toys R Us, I, I don't know anything about this stuff, but they have a company which controls all their. Uh, outlets all over the world So they're going to have to contact them Get their shit taken care of on a preventive measure And if there's Apartments attached to that building Which i kind of in the picture there Those people are going to have to get their shit together too So <laughs> it's a lot going on with this gang uh, You know and, and what they did over there in that restaurant But you know let's hope them people get it back together Because they got a pretty fancy venue here And, you know, like I said, it is what it is, man. They got all types of food for sale and VIP Yeah, man, it's looks like
2: a really, really nice place, man. It's nice. G House. Man.
1: Mm -hmm. If you want to check it out, it's the gshouse.com.tw. You can check out their website and they host all types of shit. So that's pretty much the end of that story right there. And we're going to move on to the next thing right here. So check this out. I'm sure everybody listening to this show has listened to music or listens to music on a daily basis, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. If you go out to clubs, you are listening to music. Uh, If you go on to weddings, you're listening to music. If you go to church, you listen to music, 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 music. It's all over the place. That's right. But what we're going to get into right now is what does music talk about for the most part? Like the most of the shit that we listen to out here. All right. Sex. Romance, relationships Yeah we'll get into like some titles What people use And they don't use these exact titles But these are I've made a list myself Of things that All music And pop culture talks about And it goes a little something like this Why you leave me You need to be with me I love you I hate you (laughs) I will kill you I will shoot you. I will hurt you. You should be with me instead. Take these pills. Get drunk and high. We will win. Nothing can stop us. I'm better than you. I'm a loser. Don't leave me. I can't stop loving you. (laughs) Don't give up on me. I want your sex. It's complicated I'm the toughest I'm the baddest I'll fuck you the best I can't go on I can't live without you It's time to leave you I'm walking away I can do What he or she can't do You hurt me so bad I'm the boss You're the only one for me can't we be friends? This can't be over. I'm tired of you. I want to suck, lick, fuck you. This okay. is the, this is the last time. So that think about things and the general context of what you hear on the radio. That's oh, pretty much what, yes, what we hear every day during the 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 morning run, the midday run, the afternoon run, the evening run, and overnight, whatever, whatever, whatever. So this is what you hear nonstop. And even on TV and everything. So, we're not even going to get into the positive ones because that's pretty obvious, but that all leads into some things. I know Jay Z earlier in the week said something about he can't believe he wrote the big pimping lyrics and what that song was about and all that shit right there, which is, you know, whatever, man. So, we're going to get into can music have negative effects on people? All right. So, we're going to talk about that right quick. Okay, so the story goes, like, who doesn't like music? Uh, if you put a p- aside Fruits' uh, disgust for music, most of us enjoy listening to or playing music. But there's another side of music we don't look at very often or we never thought of. All right, so American songwriter Annie DeFranco, what's up, Annie? Uh, she said this. She said, every tool is a weapon if you hold it, if you hold it right. Mm. So I'm going to say that again. Every tool is a weapon If you hold it right Or if you use it wrong (laughs) I might add All right, so that's that basically So despite my love and and everyday Work with music I want to share with you the negative effects Of music on people It's not something I enjoy writing about But I feel it's necessary To share with you all So we're about to dive into the various reasons On on music and, and how it works with you So number one Music can make us see the world more negatively. All right. So sometimes when we assess things in front of us, uh, we are influenced by cues we're not aware of at the moment. Uh, that's the case with background music. Uh, judging other people's faces differently because of music, according to a study on visual perception, emotional stimuli, such as music, can alter how people judge other people's faces. Now, participants were asked to listen to happy and sad background music while trying to identify other people's emotions based on their facial features. Now, when they listened to happy music, participants were more accurate to detect happy faces than sad faces and vice versa. Now, people become more sensitive to facial features that are congruent with their current emotional state. Now, basically, happy music equals... Uh, easier happy recognition blah 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 so researchers found something else as well people were presented with stimuli that didn't show any face on the screen and many still judged it like a happy or sad face even when there was no real stimuli mood influenced what people saw all right so let's let let, let that soak in right quick so it, it goes into some other things and um You know, you get more aggressive thoughts uh, due to violent song lyrics. All right. Now, we all see that out here with hip-hop music and different things. So now you got to ask the question, what can lyrics do to our world view? Think about that shit right quick. What can lyrics do to our world views? Right. Now, studies show that people have more aggressive thoughts after listening to songs with violent content. Hmm. This can be seen it's in... It's dark th-
2: and
1: hell is hot. Yeah. This can be seen in three different ways. Uh, okay, people judge aggressive, meaning ambiguous word pairs, to be more similar when listening to violent songs than when listening to nonviolent ones. Some of the aggressive words were like Kill, knife, choke While some of the ambiguous words were Alley, animal, and rock In other words, hearing violent songs Led participants to signify Ambiguous words aggressively Now, violent songs increase people's reading Velocity of aggressive words uh, Compared to non-aggressive words By timing how fast uh, people read these words, researchers discovered that after listening to violent songs, people require less time to pronounce aggressive words, sample giving, assault, choke, whatever. All right. Now, this means that people get easier access to concepts contained in the music they've listened to earlier. Now, if people increase their level of aggressive thoughts and feelings of hostility, these effects will influence how they perceive things around them. Alright, so that's just a little bit about that. And then number two, we could go into um how music can increase our aggressive behavior. That's something that it does. Um, I could go on and on with this shit. Um it's another part to this too, right here, where we're talking about uh number three, music can take us into a never ending spiral of sadness. That goes back basically to the titles or the, the ideal songs what I mentioned earlier when we start talking about music. So that's one thing to watch out for. Um, another part here is you got to be aware, be aware of what you surround yourself with. All right. So that all comes down to how we interact, interact with music and how much do we use it every day. And you got mm. to remember, people, all this shit is influencing your life. So if you, like, really start watching what you watch and what you do and who you're around and shit, you can really... Kind of straighten certain things out in your life, and I mean that seriously. Uh, we listen to almost four hours of music a day, and that certainly influences our thoughts, our feelings, and our behavior. It colors the way we see the world. How can it not? All right, right. So basically, we're feeding off of content, uh, whether it's an emotion or a meaning, and it's molding us to see the world in a certain way. Uh, you know, different things then lead to behaviors which can result in outcomes we might regret later. Alright. So, just to sum all that up, be careful what you're listening to. Because I know some people was, like I say, we're out here in the scramble life, and you might be scrambling for a reason that you could easily change, and you could easily change that by what you're looking, looking at and listening to on a weekly right. and or daily basis. Um, but one thing I've been doing, and I did a I haven't did a test this week, but the majority of this week, I've turned off a lot of hip-hop. Well, this is motivational music, of course. And um, I listen to a lot of classical. And I've saved some classical music on my YouTube Music app or whatever you want to call it, too. I found some playlists to save. But I listen to a local station here, which is a classical station. And I feel that when I listen to that shit, it really levels me off and it opens my mind. Because I've even, like, because right. I did, like I said, I did a study this week and I listened to it all week and it opened my mind. It actually made me start thinking about things. Like, I probably was listening to it that day. Remember that day you called me when I was at work and you needed some shit on the spot and I wrote that shit just like in one minute?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was quick. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shit like that.
2: So that so, are you saying that by listening to that, did you find yourself being more creative like at a mm-hmm. faster pace because you were in that
1: zone of relaxation and you could think and process I do think much I, got, quicker? I got more done this week listening to classical music. All right. It's funny you say that, G, because, you
2: know, here in Brooklyn, right? Uh-huh. Not sure if they did this up there, but there was a time where, let's say, for example, after uh, you have rec they call it recreation or whatever and you come in from the schoolyard this is years ago and the teacher would put on classical music turn the lights off in the classroom and tell everybody just sit down you can put your head on the desk and we will actually relax it would be a time where even the wildest of the students would calm down (laughs) (laughs) yep and that shit really worked
1: yeah you know it works and it's it's something uh a lot of us could use, man, Um, and that leads to what I'm about to go into next, where we could talk about the 10 benefits of listening to classical music. Mm,
2: okay, benefits. All okay. right,
1: so we're going to start from the top and work to the bottom. So number one, it decreases blood pressure. Oh, that's a big benefit.
2: Black, all black people need to be listening to
0: classical
1: music. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, all right. Listen, listen to your classical. So it decreases your blood pressure. Number two, it boosts your memory.
2: Oh, yeah, neat. That's good. Really?
1: Boost the memory? That's weird.
2: Oh, shit.
1: Number three, it sparks creativity. Mm. Number four, it reduces stress levels. Oh,
2: yeah, I believe that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Number five it supercharges your brain power. Mm. Number six, it fights depression. Mm. Number seven, it puts you to sleep. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. A lot of the students actually in in class took a nap when she played that. Yeah, that's
1: true. Number eight, it relieves pain. What? Yeah, so instead of reaching for your Tylenol, you might want to consider playing a Bach or Beethoven uh, playlist. Uh, Multiple studies have shown that listening to classical music can help relieve pain. And that's according to researchers (laughs) in London. So you might want to look that up too. Okay. Number nine, it makes you happy. Mm. All right. And the last one, which is number 10, it improves productivity. which goes right along with your creativity. So it improves your productivity. So if you want to do a test on yourself, take a whole week, sh- shut off your fucking urban playlist, your urban AC playlist, your pop, urban rhythmic playlist, and all that crazy shit <laughs> for a week. And, um, yeah. Get, yeah. A reset. get a reset. Get a reset, man. Take a deep breath and load up on some classical music and see how it works out for you. And get back to us and let us know how that works out. Because I believe I believe in the theories and everything I just said, and that's why we're talking about it this week in the show. So uh, you you definitely that worked worked. for you, yeah, it definitely worked for me, and and, you know, you might want to give it a try. So you know, like I said, with music and everything, it's it's weird, it's crazy, and uh, you know, it influences a lot, man. Like it's so many lyrics out here to different things that we can listen to in 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 i don't know no
2: man but you're right though because a lot of times and you know people might not admit it they might deny it but we are directly influenced by these songs and the programming and constant repetitive listening to it right you know just just the other day driving Mm -hmm. and you know you had a red light and we indirectly influenced too right you know, I don't know. I couldn't see the people that was in the car because it was tinted, but the car rolled up and it was loud as hell. And it was just saying some lyrics that was like, you know, if I had some young kids in my car, it, w- it wouldn't have been nice. Just to put it that way. And it was like just sitting at that light for that one minute, listening to that, that could have easily influenced a young teenager or a kid that could have been in my car to think about those lyrics that was being heard. In that loud vehicle, right next to him, indirectly being influenced. So, yeah. you're right, man. What we listening to is definitely a part of what we are in this life, man. And it's a good, just a
0: good. Who are you talking, talking to, to you. Come on. Man, remember that. Shop, let it all out These are the things I could do without Come on I'm talking to you Come on That's right In violent times You shouldn't have to sell your soul mm. uh-huh. In black and white They're really, really up to know
1: Mm. Those
0: one-track minds
1: Mm, One-track minds Who
0: took you for a working boy Kiss them goodbye You shouldn't have to jump for joy You shouldn't have to jump for joy Let it all out These are the things I can do without Come on I'm talking to you Come on They gave you life And in return you gave them hell As cold as ice to tell the tale I hope we live to show the tale Shout, it all out These are the things I can do without Come on
1: I'm talking to you Come on Man, mm. lyrics Deep lyrics Lyrics right, right, right That's only two minutes of it
2: Right. Man. Definitely put an imprint, major imprint on your brain when you're listening to these
1: <laughs> things 30, 40, 50 times a day, you know? wee. Powerful, man. Now that leads to our next piece we're about to get into. Let me ask you this. Did you know that meat could get you high? <laughs> hold on, hold on,
2: Pause. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. What kind of. Yo, yo, hold on. This ain't no Where we going with this. Meat can get you high.
1: <laughs> meat can get you
2: high, man. All right, let's
1: get into it. So basically, it's a bizarre new trend where people eat raw meat that's rotten to get high.
2: Come on, bro.
1: I ain't lying. man. I can't make this shit up. So people are basically fun- <laughs> they forcing down chunks of rotten raw meat in a bid to get high in the latest <laughs> bizarre social media trend. All right, so coronavirus lockdowns have driven some people to attempt strange challenges, but doctors have warned them that the latest trend could cause serious illness. So some people have claimed that eating rotten raw meat allows them to get high once again. uh, They try eating this meat, and they call the experience explosive incontinence after practicing the primal eating. All right, so they take part in the trend. Uh, where it's, it's been dubbed as high meat and used meat and has been left to rot over a period of weeks. So this ain't a couple of days, blah, 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 months or whatever in some cases. Now, the participants don't cook the meat and instead eat the gray flesh raw. So if you ever see like a old steak that's just old yeah. and funky, it's got to be like the grayish type flesh where it's like basically stinking at that point. All right. mm. So the meat used is often covered in slime, uh, has little patches of gray mold on it, with some of the meat even having turned gray or brown as it decomposes. Okay, um, and it goes into saying that, speaking to the sun, uh, Dr. Jarvis, GP of the clinical director of a website out there, I won't mention, um, that eating raw meat carries a risk of causing tummy bugs. Cause if any of you know, especially with pork, I know they say what if you pour some wor- yeah. what yeah. What what you pour on pork? Pork is it like what was it, man? It was like Sprite or some shit? And leave it in the sun, and you see the worms come out of it. Oh man! So yeah, they. Well, say-
2: I know the- Go Go You ahead. know, there's a worm in in the, in the pig that just can't be killed when right. you cook it by heat. Right. So I mean, if you pour some type of I don't know whether it was Sprite or Coca Cola and leave it out there, it's like
1: you'll start you'll start seeing that. Yeah, shit, I've heard maggot. about. I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, but it, I heard that. No, that was it, Just the magazine. I, I heard that you know, if you take a shit and you look at your shit, sometimes you might be able to see worms, and it comes from all that from rotten fucking meat. Right. Meat. Exactly. And you see the worms in your shit or hanging out of your shit. Um. But she also added that at worst, it could cause serious illnesses such as tummy pain, vomiting, diarrhea, and dehydration. All right, and it goes into the fans. They talk about the, the shit people have. so eating the shit, blah, 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 and seal carcasses and all types of crazy shit. And that's pretty much the gist of the story. So, yeah, people are eating meat to get high. So if you're crazy enough to eat some spoiled fucking meat, Go ahead. I can show you about 90 stores within the city of Buffalo. Where you can go get to spoil meat if you want to get the shit and get out. Yo, yeah, yo, G. What's up? You know you know
2: what's crazy, bro? I was watching. and I, You know what? I got to get the link. I'm going to send it to you, man. Mm-hmm. But you ever been in a supermarket and you see these, whether it's fish or steak or whatever, and it's seasoned or they say wrapped or, you know, they got a sauce on it or whatever? Uh-huh. What's happening is those are, those are meat. They're not rotten. But they damn sure are going bad. They're on their way to being no good. So, what they do is they season them up, you know, they, uh, you know, mix, make it, uh, wrap it with a sauce and say, oh, this is, uh, you know, let's say honey glazed uh, salmon. Right. I see that is, all the time. Uh, all the time. And, and I was watching the thing. I'm going to find it for you and send it out there, man. But it was talking about how these uh, supermarkets are doing that. So, that way you can. And they charge you more money for the stuff that's going bad than the actual fresh stuff because they put it in this sauce or wrap it in bacon or whatever and make it make it appealing to you. Like, oh, I don't have to do nothing. I can just start cooking. Yeah. No, that that meat, if you unlayer what's in there, that meat is actually more uh, aged than the actual meat that you would buy that costs less money. Crazy. Right.
1: right. Now, you know? I ain't going to lie. Like I said before a couple of weeks ago, I will buy some clothes out fucking meat in a heartbeat. Now I got my little test, what I do, what it's worth, I don't know. But I smell the shit. Mm-hmm. If it ain't browning, I'll buy it. Hurry I'll up. Buy it. Hurry up and throw it in the freezer. You know what I mean? And cook it when I cook it or whatever. But yeah, you gotta watch. out. Especially when you go through these stores where you know there's nothing in place to check the meat. And I saw a special in Toronto one day. This was not too long ago. I think just whatever station up there is called the CBC or whatever, or whatever. They were talking about all the dyes that are put in the food up there to to preserve it, or not preserve it so much, but to make it still look fresh after it's turning brown and things like that. So, I mean, even when you're eating that shit, period, and buying it, you got to be careful because you just don't know the process. And they say it's this chicken shortage going on right now, and, you know. I know that plays into a lot of different things too, and whatnot with the meat. But I'm digressing. But uh, anyway, what we gonna do right and we now? We got to
2: be we got we got to be careful on what we are putting in our mouth and what we putting in our brain as far as this music. This is good educational stuff, man. This is a good show yo. right here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good okay. educational stuff. And while you say that, uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and take a little musical break, and I'll be back in a minute, y'all. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Good living wood, griffin trying to have some better, fresh new blue booze and a cashmere sweater. Daylight with a flashlight, looking for the tether. She been really by my sister since the first day I met her. Uh, Cause she love the way I take care of business. When you pimping every day, it's like Christmas. In this game, man, that really all no limits. Get your bread and get them haters plenty distance. From all them faggots that you're dealing with Them hoes don't get no money, they depreciate your value, bitch But you don't wanna listen, you gon' make me get a brand new bitch Real quick, watch me peel off, rip the seal off Pull up in the lot, but I took the fifth wheel off Country man no dummy man Keep my eyes wide, open, focused on the money man Hey, hey, I don't do no tripping I just keep it pimpin', can't wait Every day I'm dripping, lavish living in the gray state Every chance I get, I'ma put it in a bitch face Keep applying pressure, ain't no suckers, ain't no mistakes will be it getting... is
1: podcast episode number 25 we at the quarter mark we at the quarter mark quarter mark quarter mark that was highway ism by Rollo the pimp by the way yeah 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 so uh we're back in the show and uh what i think i'm gonna do next is uh we're gonna get into um we're gonna get into a work-life story we got a little bit of time so we're gonna get into a work-life story this one was kind of funny um, I know okay. we talk about things that go in, in, in the workplace where people get fired or they quit their job or they're just doing what they got to do in work life to do what they got to do, right? So we're going to get survive. to this one. Yeah, they survive, man, or just do something crazy trying to get over and get more money than you're already making. So we're going to talk about this one right here. And if I could find the piece, let me see. Where is it at? All right. So this is a theater manager. At a movie theater, all right? So think about your movie theater that you go to, whether it's locally owned or it's a national chain or whatever. Just put that in your, that vision in your head of what it looks like. All right, so basically, the manager of a Minnesota movie theater sold cocaine hitting in a bag of popcorn <laughs> to a police informant. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So Jamie Lynn... Henniker, 39, was named a few days ago in a criminal complaint, uh, charging her for narcotic sales. Henniker is the general manager of the four screen spotlight theaters in Mancato, which is a city 80 miles uh, away from Minneapolis, basically. Mm -hmm. So if convicted of the felony drug count, Henniker faces a maximum of 20 years in jail. And or a fine up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So basically, yeah, that's it. <clears throat> Twenty years. So mm-hmm. H- Henniker was a target of Minnesota River Valley Drug Task Force, uh, and according to a probable cause affidavit, basically, an investigator reported mm-hmm. that he knew quote through previous investigations that Henniker worked at a movie theater. So she works there. She's Allegedly, she's not associated with any of the owners or anything. Because it seems like this is a privately owned theater. This is not like Regal or anything like that. And they got right. four screens. So, again, yeah, the sale of cocaine typically took place between uh, behind the theater in the alley or mm-hmm. in the theater in a popcorn container with popcorn. So she would basically take the eight ball or whatever she was selling to somebody and put it in the bottom of the popcorn bag and put the popcorn on top of the shit and boom, there you go.
2: Dang.
1: That's the way she was hitting her licks.
2: I'm a hustler, babe.
1: Right, man. What, no. So in a, in a phone call with Hineker, uh a confidential informant last year arranged for the purchases of $100 worth of cocaine. All right. So after conducting the buy at the theater, which is in the Mercado Place Mall, you can look that one, Mikado Place Mall, the informant told cops that they entered the mall and Henniker put the cocaine in a popcorn bag. Popcorn was then placed in the bag. All right. The informant, of course, turned it in, blah, 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 who says the cocaine Henniker sold it was on July 21st and it weighed 406 grams. So that was 406 grams of cocaine. I don't know. How much is in the eight ball, L, If you know that information. I mean, hey, bro, I
2: don't know that. <laughs> I would
1: have to do wait, 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 wait. Hold on hold on a second. I
2: can't do that information out quickly like no, that. No, you no, would no. think that I would know that. Well,
1: now. we're going to look this up <laughs> online to find oh, Let me see. Yeah, let's do a scale. Let's do a geometric. One. How many grams is in a eight ball of Cocaine. (laughs) Oh man! All right. Mm Mhm. Eight ball—an eighth of an ounce of cocaine. One eighth. That's the eighth. An eight ball is approximately an eighth of an ounce of cocaine, ranging from three to three point five grams. Shit. So she. Three point five. Hold on. Let's do the math. She had four hundred and sixty-five grams. it's 460 grams of cocaine.
2: Oh, 460? She had 460 divided by 3 point... What was it? 3.5, uh, right, Grams? Divided she by had 3. 400... She,
1: no, she had 406 grams of cocaine. Oh,
2: 406 grams of cocaine divided by 3.5. So she basically had 116 eight balls. Ooh. <laughs> That's what she had. 116 eight of coke. Right. Popcorn love. Man. <laughs> popcorn love. Come on. Get that new edition. Let's do it, baby. Popcorn love. Wait, wait, <laughs> Yo, wait. That wait, was on
1: wait. The
2: low. How long was she doing it for? How long was she doing it for?
1: She was doing that shit for a minute. Man, dog. They ratted
0: her
2: out. How? She, they, so hold on. So basically what happened was she slipped some Coke into the wrong bag of popcorn. And somebody was like, hey, I got Coke in my popcorn. Is that what happened? Is that what I'm understanding here?
1: Well, no, they, they set her up because they knew she was hustling out the back door of the theater. And then they also knew that she was hustling inside. So they sent the agent in there and he bought, he's the oh. one that bought all that cocaine from her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how she got popped. And, and then she also, I ask the question? she also had other charges too. Go ahead. Well, can
2: I ask you, it's not that it matters, but what, what kind of, what race is this person? She's a white girl. Mm,
1: mm, mm. She's a white girl. And, mm, uh, mm, yeah, mm. she was uh, definitely doing her thing and, and, and hit some licks out there. You know. And uh, What part of the country is this again? Right outside Minnesota. So it's about 80 miles out, almost an hour outside of Minnesota, something like that. Mm, yeah, mm,
2: mm. Jeez. Well, 20 years is a long time. Hopefully, uh, you know, people that was coming in to see the movies could, uh, you know, get some popcorn. <laughs> the
1: <laughs> got a little and they little was in there charged up.
2: Yeah, he was hype. He
1: was He yeah, was in there charged yep. up off that cocaine and shit, man. So, that's, that's a going. new
2: one, man. Let me tell you something, man. So. If they knew about that back in the days in Harlem, brothers would have been buying movie theaters. You understand what I'm saying to you? And that would have been a smooth way to do it. Not that I'm promoting the sale of an illegal substance, but hey, that was ingenious. And I'm pretty sure if there was no cameras today, she could have been doing that for a long, long, long,
1: long time. I will say this. I've seen a, a similar act, and it wasn't here in the United States, and it was a million years ago when I saw it, so hopefully... You know, I mean, I I don't even know who the guy is or so where I don't even know where it was at. It was outside the country, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this dude had a movie theater, <laughs> and yo, he that was his buzz spot, and it was a dark movie theater. I don't know if the theater was closed or, or what, and that's what he did. Okay. he sold his butt out the theater, in the story. Yeah, very interesting things going on out here in the world, people. You know, we all scrambling. We got to scramble, right? Scramble life. It's a scramble life. And I'm not dissing nobody for what they got to do to scramble. She thought she was going to get her a couple extra dollars selling cane. And she probably did make a couple extra dollars doing that shit, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. now she got to pay the price, man, for what it was. But what we're about to do is we're about to go into our favorite part of the show. We're going to do a little short blood. What you Is your it's what you need, and I'm going
2: give you fifty shades of it. Come on, come on, give
1: you fifty shades of it. Uh, what you need, motherfucker.
0: Take it. us to the bridge,
1: G Come on. You what you going to do? I'll give you 50 shades of it. Rah. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. So, story number one. This is a double feature this week. Oh, you, you see her right there in the picture. Mm-hmm, I see her. Yes, indeed, I do. Mika Watson. Gordon, i think the name tells us the story mika mika watson gordon all right so this comes from the beautiful state of kentucky once again uh, she's from the same city because i think the first one we did might have been the lady with no arms and no legs remember
2: that's right that's right
1: Mm -mm -mm. so what's really going on out there in kentucky so a former jefferson county public school teacher accused of multiple sex crimes involving one of her students was fired after she declined she, de- she said i ain't going to that shit she declined to appear in a due process meeting with the w.e.b du bois academy's principal that's like some wild wow. shit w.e.b du bois <laughs> academy principal All right, who planned to ask her about several allegations that emerged about her involvement with two students? Mm. All right, so JCPS provided Mika Watson Gordon's termination letter on Thursday in response to an open records request by WDRB News. Her fire, her firing was effective on April 22nd. All right. So JCPS of this year, hold on, of this year? Th- this was this year, yeah. So JCPS Uh-oh. superintendent uh Marty Palio fired Watts Gordon for insubordination and moral character or contact unbecoming a teacher, inefficiency, and competency and neglect of duty, the letter says. So, Watson Gordon, who's 37, now, she was just horny, I guess, because she's out that range, what we normally deal with here, because that's normally what, what is it, 25?
0: Danger zone. 25 to
1: 30, yeah, 25 <laughs> to 30. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much that. And She was indicted in October on charges, including first-degree unlawful transaction with a minor. Use of a minor in a sexual performance, disturbing obscene content to a minor and six counts of first degree sexual abuse. Uh, she has pleaded not guilty. All right. So basically, court records indicate that the alleged victim, a 13-year-old male at the time, was one of her 13. students at the W.E.B. <laughs> du Bois Academy. We sure Umar uh, ain't got man. nothing to do with this? So JCPS no, reassigned Watts. Gordon to non-teaching duties on November 20th of 2019 so they said look we don't keep her we gonna have her do something else so basically the letter dated April 21st says W.E.B. Du Bois Academy principal Robert Gunn received multiple allegations in November 2019 and December 2019 regarding her conduct with two students not just one and had planned to discuss those with Watts Gordon at a due process meeting originally scheduled for March 4th, but delayed until March 18th. Records are obtained from the TV station out there. Uh, Through her attorney, uh, Steve Romings, Watts Gordon waived her rights to appear at the meeting, according to records provided by JCPs. We are looking forward to a jury hearing the full story, including all the evidence and the confident information, blah, 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 that will be presented uh, in the courts, da, 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 da. So that's that. And uh, that's pretty much the end of that. I mean, the other parts of it. What you doing over there, man? What she
2: doing over there. The boy was 13. She needs to knock it off, man. Come on, she's
1: 36. Thirty seven.
2: You see a husband, right? Thirty seven. No, nah, I see
1: didn't see husband? I didn't see
2: him. Oh man. She married to a black man. It's crazy, man. She, I mean, come on, man. That's not right. Thirteen is that's
1: that's come on, bro. But wait a minute. I think she little... Looking, go ahead, I'm listening.
2: I was gonna say, I'm looking at the uh it's not a mug shot, but it's a shot of her, you know, in, in custody, I guess.
1: Uh huh. I saw that. Yeah, so... Uh, she, I mean, look, she look like she been ran
2: through, but... I mean, you know, this is this is Kentucky, man. So we talking about, you know... <laughs> I didn't say it, y'all. Exactly. He said it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying, this is Kentucky, man. I got love for Kentucky, but this is this is like some backwoods, like, hey, nobody gonna find out. We can get away with it type of thing, you know? I mean, didn't Elvis marry his own cousin somewhere down south? Yeah. You know, so in certain places, you know, things are probably more readily accepted as the norm. Right. But uh, 13 is way, is way, way, way off
1: limits. You yes, know? that's way off limits. Um, and also they go on to say here, a student was later found with Watts Gordon's uh, district-issued iPad and seen deleting items. And the boy reported to Gunn that he had deleted Instagram and Snapchat applications from the device. So she was, these people kill me, man. They do shit on their work phone and don't think they're going to get caught. I know, man. I so, gun found screenshots of a Snapchat conversation with the student and someone uh, with the screen name Bay, who the boy who the boy identified as Watts Gordon on the iPad, according to the due process report. In one exchange included in records provided by JCPs, the student asked Bay to resend an image because he quote didn't get the jerk off to it. Oh my man! <laughs> <laughs> that's how we yeah. doing it, pimping. That's uh, how we right, doing it. Right, right, right. Oh my man. man!
2: I just sent you a flick of the picture of the of the, the union of the company so you can see what's going on there. I mean, but Hold dang. On. Let me see what this is saying.
1: Hold on a second. I think she might be mixed. G, it looks like she like might be mixed, and she, she definitely mixed. Yeah. Oh, that's her husband. He looked like. George Floyd <laughs> Hold, on. Oh, Hold on a minute man <laughs> No he do um, First time I saw it like George Floyd Or something But I see him I see him He. I see him mm-hmm. Yeah man Now she ain't bad looking When she done up Okay I see it I see it I see it You know right. Wow 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 So student once stated That Miss Gordon Uh Watts Gordon told him that she couldn't wait until he was 18. Oh, wow. Gun's report said he stated that Miss Watts Gordon touched his private part. He also reported that Miss Watts Gordon stated that she wanted to kiss him and at some point asked him to send her a picture of his private. The student later told his stepfather that Watts Gordon continued contacting him on social media through an account under uh, her daughter's name. Wow, that's grimy. Now, see, t- this is what I'm saying, G. This is what I'm saying. This is this is a
2: situation to me. Now, if you look at her, she's not a bad-looking girl. No, she she's right. married to a, to a brother who's much bigger, taller. You would think that the sexual, you know, relationship should be healthy and strong. This is relatively a young couple. It's she not greedy. like they sixty or something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And here you got her still stepping out and stepping out into a place where she works, and it's a minor. These are the things that we got to start dealing with. I'm want to more focus in on the mental capacity level and uh, emotional intelligence of certain females because they just think they can have it all. They yeah. think they can just go and get what they want when they want it. And it's like, you know, that we got to start dealing with these issues, man, because it impacts society in a way where now this 13-year-old boy is going to be, He's going to be affected by this later on in his life. I yeah. mean, that's, there's no other way you're going
1: to d- d- describe that. He you know can, what I mean? He can end up being a wild boy.
2: Just he could very well.
1: Yeah, he could. Just because. You know? It goes on to say also that Gunn says in the report that a parent of a second student brought the boy's phone to him in December of 2019. Now, the mm-hmm. principal reported that he found text messages between the student and Watts Gordon. And an image of a woman wearing a zebra, nigga. We see. Shit. Let me read this over again. Animal print. There we go. (laughs) Talk about animal print. Principal reported that he found text messages between the student and Watts Gordon, and an image of a woman wearing a zebra print bra that the boy did and identified as Watts Gordon. Dude. What did I say about the animal print? You warned me about that. I can't speak on it, but yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more enlightened. If Thank you. If see him, I'm telling you. You already know. She, gonna, she going. and Probably age ain't got nothing to do with it. A lot of times, I think, she going. So uh, that student said he also received a picture of Watts Gordon with her breast exposed, but deleted it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Gun <laughs> <laughs> <Got> reported. <laughs> The report does not specify how the second student received those photos or the nature of his conversation with Watts Gordon. Uh, it goes on to say uh, had Mrs. Watts Gordon chose to appear at the due process meeting, I would have asked Mrs. Watts Gordon to respond to the information allegations set forth, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it goes into some other shit. Da, da, da. Um, attorney Andrew Reinhardt accused. That's what they doing in school baby That's what they doing You got audio on it
2: That's the audio right there I just pulled it up I found it
1: In the classroom with the blacked out windows
2: That's right That's right The, shades down. the janitor locked the door up He yeah, didn't I'm even know that he was in there The janitor locked the door up man He didn't even know You know, <laughs> you
1: know what
2: I'm saying?
1: But it also says some shit here Where she was forcing dude To touch her vagina Attempting to perform oral sex on him, touching his penis in a movie theater in October 2019. Whew. Right. And exchanging numerous inappropriate pictures and videos with the student. I mean, you know, it's the typical shit. What we see here uh, in return, the defendant asked for and received photos of the victim's penis and videos of him masturbating. So he jerked off for her, too.
2: Damn, man. this is And this is going on in 2009. Oh, well, well, let me ask you. Right. 2019. No, the pandemic wasn't here yet, right? Because I'm saying how sure, That was right. Be- did it.
1: That was right before the shit hit.
2: Okay, right before. That's what it was.
1: Okay. Yeah. And see, Ryan Hart says uh, in the discovery response that uh, Watts Gordon deleted her Instagram account, raced her, erased her phone, and directed the team to delete his Snapchat uh, account after learning of the police investigation. The most severe charges against her are a class B felony. Uh, Which is punishable Mm up to twenty years in prison. Once again, twenty years—that's the magic number today. Twenty. Watts Gordon is no longer in custody after posting a ten thousand dollar bail, which is really nothing unless you you know break it down to the percentages. Uh, And that was in the records out there. Her her trial date is November second, so we'll see if this one comes back up down the line. November. Hold on, November second. Let me put that on the calendar. November second of this year. Yep, November second. November second okay so you know yep that's that one right there uh we don't have much more time there's another situation where a teacher smuggled a 14 year old student into a classroom in a storage bin because he wanted it that bad smuggled he smuggled her so basically he snuck her into smuggled. the school so he could fuck with her in a container oh, man. yeah so this is out in Riverton Riverton where's Riverton at I don't know Riverton. uh, somewhere out in the middle oh it's in in Utah it's out in Utah Utah. Salt Lake County yeah so Lucas Sloan tally 38 Uh, he was booked out there on Friday for the investigation of two counts of kidnapping so he basically Mm. kidnapped her yeah and snuck her into the building Uh, he taught middle school for 12 years, fucked his whole career up. Uh, got text messages on his ass, emails with the young girl. Uh, personal nature contact, uh, not school related according to police, book an affidavit. Uh, and he goes on to say some other shit and he started talking with her and he used to talk to her all week, every day, Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. All right, and, uh, that's that, so that went on also during the 2019-20 school year. Okay, says Lucas began talking to the young female about his marriage, wow, as well as his anxiety and depression, so he had a young girl counseling him. Mm. So that's that was that's that one right there, and that one goes on and on, and I'm not even gonna read through all that. So yeah, that's this week's teacher sex, and that's that right there with the teacher sex, yo. So yeah, we out here in a scramble life, the scramble life world, and it is what it is. And we bring this to you every week, and we talk about different things. And uh you know, this is the way where can they real. reach us? That G? where can they reach us? Oh man, you can reach us on all platforms out there so we're on audible.com so if you go there to get your books you can check us out too right now so just look it up scramble life podcast we're on stitcher spotify our iheart podcast google podcast apple podcast and a whole bunch of other places where you catch podcasts at you know look us up the scramble life podcast and also you can email us any information or anything at the scramble life at gmail.com that's the scramble life at gmail.com So, yeah. What we're going to do right now is we're going to go into the other segment of the show. One short if we wanted to and just say motherfuckers have lost their mind but we know the weather is warming up in some places here in the country oh it's getting safer out there okay cool (sighs) okay say what you want (laughs) you're starting to see things in some of the most uncommon places for shit to happen like this first one right here so this happened out in Hilton's head North Carolina and I know exactly where that's at I've been down there before um Hold on a minute here. Let me make sure this fucking sound don't come on. State and it did come on. But anyway, uh, this is out in Beaufort County, South Carolina. So this chick basically went to a club which where they're not saying the name, out in the Hilton Head, which is down there in the Outer Banks area. So if you're like in Virginia, near like Virginia Beach and Chesapeake, and you drive down into North Carolina, you pass by certain country areas and then they're there boom in the outer banks and this is where this took place mm-hmm. so this chick basically danielle carpenter 25 of bluffton uh she was arrested and charged with attempted murder in possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime outside this club in hilton head all right so i mean that's pretty much just the story uh she went there around 145 a.m and went fucking crazy and that was saturday so Friday, hey. Friday night, Saturday morning, she went there and uh, gunshot, and she shot somebody actually. So we'll see what happens with that. And that was one of those middle of nowhere type of situations out there in North Carolina. So that's that yeah. one right there. Uh, there was some other shit going on the last couple of hours, and one killed in the fatal nightclub shooting. Let's see about this mm. one right here. This was out in the beautiful state of Mississippi once again. So, yeah, if you're down there, party, you really got to watch your ass. And this oh, was yeah. in uh, Tangapapo Parish. And they're investigating a the shooting that left one dead and uh, other people injured. Uh, and this was Saturday. Uh, it occurred at Club 81 just after 3 a.m. Okay, so it caused the death of a twenty one year old Isaac Warren, a Mississippi resident. Two other victims were injured in the shooting, according to the police out there. Uh and they're looking for Wayne Brown, who is twenty three, Quesman Roberts, who was twenty three, and Malik Bailey, who was twenty three, so Young men, young, young men. Young men, man, they got it. They probably listened to that crazy ass shit. Mm-hmm. And, and it is what it is. Pop,
0: pop, pop. You
1: know? yeah. yep. Yeah, a drill music and shit. So it all went down. Uh, all three people live out there in that area that they're looking for. And that's pretty much the end of that one right there. Uh, let's see what else happened. 14 hours ago, 4 injured, overnight shooting at Citrus Heights nightclub. Hey. Let me see where this is at. Sacramento, California. Okay. Attention California Yeah you got niggas killing each other out there So uh, <laughs> 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 Reports of the shooting Came in around one twenty five am They always happen around like one twenty five, one thirty, two 2 o'clock And then you get some people that try to get them At the end of the night So this was right. around that time The 7400 block of Auburn Boulevard uh, Left Four people struck by gunfire Basically uh, mm. The police say it was several fights That were going on in the parking lot And in the surrounding areas Where officers arrived And uh, that was pretty much that And of course as usual they're looking for the suspect And uh, that's the end of that one right there So that's Sacramento, California uh, Some other shit went down Earlier in the week a dude was arrested uh, For a fatal nightclub shooting And this was I think this was something that we was actually following about to find out in a minute. This dude look crazy. This was in Jackson, Mississippi. Now, we've been talking a lot about all the nightclub violence in Jackson, Mississippi. So, they caught one of these dudes right here. Uh, they arrested a man, of shooting, and killing a man at a nightclub last month. So, the shooting happened at Ace Gentleman's Club out there in Jackson, Mississippi in the early mornings of April 29th. So, I think we did report on this one, and he killed a 28-year-old. Alright so they got him And uh, that's another case to follow See what happens Uh, Somebody else got shot during that one So they got a dude right there And he was so upset he went to a club And shot somebody So you got that What else going on out here in the country It was some shit That happened with some rapper Jack Harlow I don't even know who the fuck he is Uh, He was Several feet from a Delhi nightclub Shooting but I don't know that Several feet. Yeah. Okay. Once again, this was uh, this was out in Louisville. It's a lot of shit happening in Louisville, as we see. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. a lot it down there, boy. it's a lot of shit going on in Louisville. So if you go to Louisville, watch your ass. Uh, yeah, that was some shit going on out there. I'm not even going to get into it. Then, then earlier in the week, it was something going on in Winston Salem. Another shooting out there. Uh, one shot during a fight outside the Seaside Lounge near downtown Houston. And that was within the last few hours, actually. See, yo, Texas has been off the radar, man. Right,
2: yeah, right. A lot of
1: crazy shit, right?
2: Yeah, down there. They've been going at it.
1: Now, one thing they're doing here, she didn't deserve this. So a woman was shot inside a Louisville nightclub. Uh, and she was a bartender. Well, this has been kind of a big story down here in that area mm-hmm. okay somebody said i'm mad i'm mad i'm mad hold on a second here i'm trying to make inside sure the, the vibes out. restaurant and lounge on river road that's across from waterfront park so tonight Gabriel is telling us more about the woman who died a bartender
3: LMPD got a call about a shooting at this nightclub around 1.30 in the morning Saturday. When they arrived, they found a man and a woman shot. One of my other friends, he was like, she's not okay. She didn't make it. Brittany Black says the woman who was shot dead at Vibes Restaurant and Ultra Lounge was her friend of more than a decade, and her name was Kashmira Nash. She tells us Nash was a bartender at the nightclub as a second job. I'm mad. I'm mad at the fact that the person who everyone knows committed this crime is living their best life. LMPD is investigating the shooting and could not give us more information, but Black believes Nash was shot after an altercation. After the shooting happened, she says she was flooded with calls from her friends who witnessed it. They claim the Nash was allegedly shot by a man they believe shot and killed one of Nash's friends last summer. Witnesses told Black Nash confronted the man when she saw him at the club. I think she may have reached out, hit him or something. something something physical happened but he shot her a club in front of hundreds of people and he walked right on out as if nothing ever happened according to vibes facebook page there was a kickoff derby party at the club on friday night several photos on social media tagged louisville artist jack harlow at the club the same night of the shooting though lmpd nor harlow's representatives have confirmed he was there or at what time harlow was originally supposed to call writers up at the kentucky derby but was replaced at the last minute in a statement churchill downs has said in part quote we heard early saturday from harlow's management that he would not be able to make it. We had no further follow-up conversations with them. Black says Nash loved her friends and family and leaves two children behind. I just want justice for her. Like, I just want everybody to know, like, I'm going hard for her. We're all going to go hard for her. For WHAS 11 News, I'm Seneca Brigadigus.
1: Yeah, pretty girl too. Beautiful. What's her name? Let me see. Here. What was her name, G? I'm about to pull it up in a minute. Let me see. Let me see. Jack Harlow is just a white, white rapper, man. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get her first name, her full name here. This girl. is a nice spot, too, man. It's a nice it's venue, station. yeah.
2: Is,
1: Kasmira Nash. K-A-S-M-I-R-A. Kasmira Nash. She punched some, the dude or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So he yeah. had something to do with one of our people getting killed, and I guess dude lost it or whatever. And yeah, what happened happened. Yeah, be careful in these nightclubs, man, because this should be crazy as hell out here, man. It really does. It's not worth it, y'all. It's not, not a, worth. Not at all. Not at all. So you heard the story right there, and it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that right there. Yeah, yeah. And that's this week's Nightclub violence. Anything in your media bag? Uh, Funny you ask if there's anything
2: in my media bag. Where is it? I wrote it down. It's uh, the sister queen, sister Shaharazad Ali. I remember her. Yeah, this is a video that I watched many years ago in the 90s, but I just recently revisited it today uh, because she's talking about the uh, black man's guide to understanding the black woman. Right. Very, very, very powerful piece um, on the edge, cutting edge. And um, there's a lot of good information in there that, you know, she was actually, for me, looking at it again now, foreseeing the future. And the things she was talking about are now coming to pass. And how unfortunate that uh, maybe many of the, Grown folk or parents back then didn't take heed to what she was saying, and these children are a direct result of the, um, I want to say, incompetencies of good parenting. Right. And when I say parenting, I don't mean co-parenting. I mean parenting together where you have a mother and a father inside the same household, making sure that that child, regardless of the fact of the relationship between the two, adu- two adults, no matter what that may be, stick together for the cause and the greatness and the upbringing of that child's benefit. And now, you know, it's just so, it's, it's crazy how she could see what was going to ha- Not that what was going to happen, but she was trying to avoid happening. And um, that was in my media bag this week. So um, just very insightful, uh, uh, enlightening information again. And I think that a lot of times, uh, just in, in the scramble life we living in, like you said, G, things is moving so fast it's being so scrambled up. You don't get an opportunity to fall back and sit back and really, like you said, you know, listen to some classic music. Decompress. Unwind. Get away from it all. Stop being in your phone. Stop being on the news. Stop being in the radio. Wow. Get internal and stop being so ex- external because the world we're living in is so external that people don't even care about each other no more. Where it's like people don't even care about the seeds and the children that they have. And these kids gonna have hell to pay because the grown folk who supposed to be the mature adults in the situation are not even giving them a fair advantage. They're yeah. not doing it, and then I'm talking specifically to black people. Yeah, because other other nations and ethnicities they understand the importance of family. How dire, how irregardless of whatever they may feel about each other, this family got to stick together. Right Now, whether that means, listen, it, not if it's an abuse situation and there's violence involved, that's a whole other thing. But I'm talking about where you can sit down and you got to talk to somebody if y'all are going through a situation, work that out. Because the most important thing is the future. And the future, all, as we all know, are the children. Correct. But that was that's what was in my bag. And I advise everybody, if you haven't looked at it or seen the video, Go check that out. Check it out. On check YouTube. it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sharad, Sister Sherrod. What is, how you say her name again?
1: I can't forget. Sherrod Hazard. Sherrod Ali. Ali. She said some powerful shit. <coughs> powerful shit. Very powerful. She was saying this stuff like, <laughs> excuse me, this Nine. was like 25, 30, yeah, like 1990s. <laughs> she was one of those people that was out on the book list back then. Everybody looked at her like she was crazy. But she, right. she says some dead-on shit. and She says a lot about what we talk about in our relationships that Kevin Samuels is saying and other people are saying out here in this one, that one, the other. So, very deep sister. Go check her out if you want. Um, I don't have anything in my media bag this week except for classical, but I got a piece right here. Um, and we're going to end the show right here with this one right here. I'm going to pick a random one here. Let's see what we got. Let's go to... Uh, a album called Carnival of Animals. And this was by the Buffalo Philharmonic Orchestra. And we're going to go to a cut called Aquarium, which is a classical cut. And we're going to end the show a little bit like this, y'all. Peace. Peace.
0: An aquarium is a fish zoo. Now, don't you
1: sometimes wish you were a denizen of the ocean? where your world's in constant motion and you float instead of walking and you have no use for talking and you don't keep track of hours and you don't take baths or
0: showers. Don't you ever wish you were a fish?